Hey there. Welcome to another episode of Career Retrospectives right here on the Superview Show. I am joined by my two really good friends, of course, Kyle and Mike. What's going on, guys? Here we are. Here yes, we but, are. But here we are. Yeah, I mean, hey. So, um, But yeah, so as the title of this episode of our show suggests, talking about, we're going to be talking today about the uh, Foo Fighters' latest release. But here we are. Uh, from from just a couple weeks ago. Oh no, June second, right? Is that when it came out? Right, June second. I think right. Uh, somewhere around there. Yeah, like early June, it came out. Um, it is their first release since Taylor Hawkins' passing. It's a very tragic, sad passing in 2022. Uh, oh, it says right there. Out, new album out June second. There we are. June second, it came out. <laughs> so we're only ten days later on it, but we had to take care of a couple things first. But here we are. Ah, uh, but here we are. Um, so this um, so it's going to work a little bit, little bit different tonight for all of us here. Um, I'm going to be going first, giving my initial impressions and, tra- and track breakdown, and then we'll go from there. And, and Kyle and Mike will go from there. So, but um, but yeah. So uh, first things first. I am a, I'm a big fan of the Foo Fighters. I've always enjoyed them. I've always enjoyed their. To me, they're a band that I was talking about this before we came on live. Um, to me, they're a band that has probably out of their whole discography, two really just solid, great albums, maybe three, arguably. Uh, and But the rest, you can pluck at least one to two, maybe even three or four songs off of each record and compile them into a playlist or a greatest hits, and you have a really solid greatest hits or a collective uh, efforts. I know for a while ago, actually, when Taylor, Hawkins, agree. Yeah, when Taylor Hawkins died, Kyle and I actually plugged for our other episode we did, uh, we talked about their album. There's nothing left to lose. When was it? Ninety. Their best album. Yeah. Yeah. Their go. best record. That's a hot take right there. Exactly. Um, but yeah. So I mean, going and I, I did see them live. I saw them reopen Madison Square Garden with Taylor Hawkins and whatnot too. That was an incredible night. Never forget it. Um, but yeah, this is a this right. So coming into this new era of the band, this new style, this new take, and everything and whatnot with their new drummer. Um, with for but here we are. Um, I was at first I was like, man, what are they gonna do? Um, given that Taylor said, obviously they're they're, they're not gonna end. They they're one of the biggest bands, you know, touring at the moment too. They were just at Boston Calling. They got a couple of solo dates coming up as well. All this stuff, and I this record to me. Coming off of the heels of Medicine at Midnight, which was their last record with Taylor Hawkins on drums, um, which was, I would say, a good record. It was not, it wasn't anything special. I mean, I liked it a lot when it came out. I was really excited because mainly because I had just seen them live for the first time ever and whatnot with Taylor Hawkins and all that stuff. So I was kind of like a Foo Fighters like phase or a mood swing, if you will, with the Foo Fighters. Uh, and that record, you know, had 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 a couple good songs on here and there, but I it didn't really have a long lasting as much as I thought it would. So coming into this, I was like, all right. Here to, I'm ready to, for their new record. I just streamed it again, for like the second or third time before we did our show tonight. Uh, and I have to say, I was. This is a very emotional record, I guess you could say, like, because it, it's it, to me it has uh, a, some emotion to it, as as I said, um, it has uh, their new drummer, of course, on it, uh, and he's. Uh, uh, it does not actually. Oh, it, I'm, I'm sorry. No, Dave plays the drums on all of it. Yeah, Dave Grohl is. Uh... I didn't. I actually didn't realize that until now. Thank you for correcting yep. me. 
Um, I, because I, I, because I, 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 how could we forget Dave Grohl was the drummer in Nirvana? How could we forget? <laughs> and played um, everything on the first Foo Fighters record. Yeah, no, I, I knew that. I, I but I, I, I didn't realize that about this record. Oh my goodness. Yep, um, their, their new drummer as of right now is only the touring drummer. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, I'm glad they have one because you know you, you knew they weren't going to end the Foo Fighters for. At, at all, really. I mean, I, 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 after Taylor Hawkins passing, I was like, man, how are they going to do this? It was a very sad loss, but they found a way to go on. And I guess they're probably going to go move forward this way, I guess, as far as touring goes. Um, but that's my going into this, my thoughts going into this record, my impressions and whatnot. Let me jump over to the track listing for a second uh, of songs that I, this is my standout tracks for me. Um, uh, let me just read them off to all of you guys. So we have Rescued. Under You, Hearing Voices, the title track, but here we are, uh, The Glass, Nothing at All, Show Me How, Beyond Me, The Teacher, and Rest to close out the record, a 48-minute record. And I, one thing, again, I was talking to Mike this, I was talking to Mike about this before we went on. They're, they're known for putting out like a nine-song album or a 10-song album. And, I, and I, I don't mind that. I mean, albums can be whatever length they want to be. But I think that there's – I think Dave wants to keep everything, I guess, simple and not overdo anything too much. Uh, that's to my understanding of how he operates as a, as, a, as a drummer or a lead singer and whatnot, as a musician in general. So um, but my standout tracks for me are what ha- would be probably Rescued. Um, and under you, because mainly because those are the first two singles that got released, because those are the first sounds we heard of the new era of the Foo Fighters. So they, they, they stood out to me. Um, this might surprise Kyle and Mike. This title track is good. It doesn't stand out to me as much as I thought it was going to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am so proud because that was one of my least yeah. favorites from the record. By there we go. <laughs> I yes. th- thank you. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I, I was. You, because anyone who's listened to us for any period of time, I am a title track sucker. I love me a good title <laughs> track, but this one was, it was good. It was okay. It was not great. I, I, I was not like taken back. Like, oh my god, I heard. But here we are. You know, but when I heard it, I said to myself, if JT says this is his favorite one, he's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but but here we are. It was it was it was a good track. It wasn't my favorite. Yes, it was the title track, but it was not my favorite. Uh, the Glass, uh, I'm going to finish reading off The Glass. Nothing will show me how. Um, but uh, yeah, my, 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 my figure, I got, got distracted there. Uh, my standard tracks were probably the first two songs that got released, Rescued and Underused, the singles. Um, and uh, as I was saying, the, the title track, but here we are, it's, not, it's, it's good, but it's not great. I was actually, I yawned like twice during it, believe it or not, if you guys can believe that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but I was, and then after that, the record kind of goes like not, not hit or miss necessarily, but just it it takes unique turns, I guess you could say. Um, the one thing that I just want to point out to you, and this is just for me personally, the song is called "The Teacher," and it's ten minutes and four seconds long. The fact of Dave Grohl creating a ten-minute song that really doesn't—it it had some unique turns, but it didn't really do anything for me personally. That is like. I look, I'm not opposed to long songs. I love long songs. I mean, Kyle's going to test for, for like 2112 by Rush. I mean, of course, we all love long songs. Um, but this one was like a lot. Of, I was very tired during it, too. And I was like, oh, when is this going to like, is this done yet? Like, I was having some questionable <laughs> thoughts. Um, and then ending on rest, I thought was like a good, 
a good ending, if you will. But I, I will say this too, though. Um, but yeah, my, my uh, as I said from the get go, like this is a band where you can pluck at least one to two, maybe maybe three or four songs off of any one of the records, compile a Foo Fighters greatest hits, greatest hits or playlists on Spotify, and have an incredible playlist of really really solid songs. Um, but to me, the the two, and I'm you're gonna think you think I'm crazy, but the two that, that stood out to me the most were just the first two and the title track a little bit. But that's really all I got. Uh, for me personally, but that's kind of where I'm at with um, the track listing as well. So rescued and under you just kind of just stood out to me because mainly because they're the singles that got released. Like I said, but other than that, nothing really stood out to me or jumped out at me as, as much as I thought they would. Um, but that's just me. So, um, but yeah. Um, and we're giving ratings too, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Okay. So yeah. All right. So my going. Uh, so listen, Food Fighters. Are a band that I actually I really enjoy. I mean, there's not a diss to Dave Grohl. It's not a diss to any of them. I just think that like the Foo Fighters to me are a band that uh, that are going to try and last as long as they humanly possibly can. Um, but as as an, as an attempt post Taylor Hawkins' death, post his you know like um, post his passing, of course, his very sad passing. I thought this was a a, a good record. I I would not call it say like their best. I would I would say it's very good. I would not say it's their best though. I think that there's some unique turns and twists in here. I, I applaud the production on it actually. Like I, I don't even know if Dave actually like was it. Like, I'm not sure the producer. Yeah, he did worked. production on it. He did yeah. production on it. Then. I don't know if he was the main producer, but he did a lot of the production. Okay, that's good because I wasn't. Yeah. Oh, Greg Kirsten. He's he's the guy who worked on with on Medicine at Midnight and um, who's the other, what was the other album? um. Concrete and gold. Uh, he oh, he's been well, their producer for that a couple. Explains of a lot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> sure when we get to you, you'll explain that. Uh, but yeah, overall, a, a good record. Nothing super special. Um, but I I did enjoy it for what it was worth. I mean, it was what I go back to all the whole album. Probably not what I go back to the two or three, maybe three or four singles that got released. Yeah, I probably would. I think those those are the strongest songs on there personally, but that's just me. I'm currently sitting at, at, at if we're going out of five, I'm going to say like a two point five out of five or a three. Probably I'm leaning towards more like a three because like comfortably. Um, out of ten though, I will say this, I'm going to say probably like a seven, maybe like a six point five or a seven out of ten. Sitting out, sitting out for for me personally right now. That's where I'm at as far as like, um, the Foo Fighters. But here we are. Record goes. I mean, it's good, but I don't. What would I go back to in like four or five years? Maybe not. We'll have to see. Of course, as time goes on. But that's that's where I'm sitting at right there. Uh, so seven, six point five or seven out of ten for me. On, but here we are for the Foo Fighters. Let's go to Kyle. So obviously we did it like a totally different thing tonight, mm-hmm. where, where I go first and Kyle's go. But yeah, but Kyle, what do you got yep. for this record? I'm actually. This is one of the few instances where I am in large agreement with JT as to his first points, like I said about them, uh, you know, Foo Fighters are a band that their hits are really, really good. A lot of their albums, though, have those hits, and that's about all the takeaway from them. They only mm-hmm. have about two albums that I go back to as a full album. Uh, like I said, There's Nothing Left to Lose is my number one from them by far as a record. It is absolutely solid start to finish. Fantastic. Where I differ from JT is on this album, actually. I don't think I'll start. I'll start this by saying I don't think it's a great album. I think it's very solid. I think this is very good. As a whole album, it actually works very well, minus a couple songs I'll get into. 
but coming out of you know taylor's death uh i didn't expect a record this soon i never thought that they were going anywhere you know i figured they're going to take a break naturally i didn't think they'd be back this soon uh but i love what they did here i think it's some of dave's most personal lyrics he's done uh you know not only dealing with taylor's death but also his mother who died relatively close to uh taylor as well so you know mm-hmm. a lot of grief yep. on this record and it comes through on pretty much every track yeah. yeah and if you think actually uh you know the way i deal with uh when i'm going through things is writing mm-hmm. uh and i can see the way he's going through things uh, is music for someone like him to not do music about something he's dealing with it's almost like it will be the opposite of like uh how he would uh be able to process what happened by not doing anything would probably be more destructive or damaging to his like understanding of what just happened so like i think he was it was is almost was not like forced but like um required for him to be able to say how am i how am i dealing with this so i think that's Mm -hmm. it's interesting that they you know jumped into into this more so as like a way of saying you know goodbye than to say i'm just gonna be silent about it and that would be worse probably yeah i think it'd be really weird if they were to come back you know years from now like take multiple years off and come back with a record with just nothing about it on there (laughs) yeah Uh, so i think it's very fitting for them to come back with this um so let's go into the track list but before that i mentioned the production before one of my biggest problems with this record, if not the biggest issue that drags it down, is the production. Maybe it's just me, because I haven't seen many others discuss this online. It has such a staticky, fuzzy production to it on a lot of parts that just really drives me nuts. I've also taken issue with a lot of the production on uh, the, was that one record? Not the last one, Concrete highways or no that's sonic highways concrete Uh, and gold gold, yep had similar issues with that on production sides uh medicine and midnight was medicine at midnight it was all right wasn't terrible but this one there were some great songs that i'm listening to i'm like this could be really good if it didn't sound so staticky so like rescued good solid track production has that weird staticky thing to it on the drums and the guitar that kind of really bothers me uh but i do really enjoy this song it's an eight out of ten it's nothing like too special i wouldn't put it up there with like the foo fighters greatest hits or anything but it's a really solid song really good opener really sets the stage for what's to come on the album both thematically and sonically uh then you get to under you which is top tier foo fighters track straight 10 out of 10 catchiest chorus of the album uh and what i like about it is it's a sad song but it's also hopeful in a way and i really enjoy that um it's you know about grief and losing someone but about like you know one day you'll kind of be able to live your life without like that shadow of losing that person looming over you so i really appreciate that it's really great and i feel like here's where they had the perfect balance of being able to merge that classic like Foo Fighters sound with more dark lyrics which you don't usually see from them Mm. and then we take a bit of a quality dive in my opinion uh to hearing voices it's a seven out of ten I do enjoy it uh the guitars in the verses are kind of like atmospheric not my favorite thing uh the chorus pretty good transitions need a little bit of work here and there 
uh, it kind of feels like at times it's a different song smashed into one. Like the verse has its own sound, then like the pre-chorus comes on, then the chorus, and it just goes back to the verse. It none of it sounds incredibly cohesive, but it has good aspects. I do enjoy it. I do go back and listen to it seven out of ten. And then my second least favorite song on the album, <laughs> JT. Uh, but here we are. <laughs> I understand why this is the name of the album. I the way I see it more is not them naming the album after this song. But the title is very fitting to where they are at as a band. Uh, It did grow on me a bit at first. I didn't like it at all. With repeated listens, it is a good song. It's just one I wouldn't really go back to. It's a 6 out of 10. The chorus is decent. Uh, It has similar problems like I have to hearing voices where it sounds kind of jumbled. Like it's a few songs kind of thrown in together, thrown into a blender. Uh, pre-chorus on this like first part of the course really weak the main part of the course not bad but then we get to the best song on the record the glass (laughs) 10 out of 10 absolutely (laughs) beautiful song best song hands down lyrics are absolutely gut-wrenching in the best way dave's vocal uh, performance on here immaculate best on the record uh you know just the lyrics about you know being separated from that person like through the glass uh you know being on one side and while the other person's on the other and you can't get to each other it's it's great uh very relatable song beautifully done 10 out of 10 one of their best tracks of all time in my opinion uh then you get to nothing at all nine out of ten really great songs a couple things that kind of hold it back a bit has a really cool groove on the verses, uh, really thunderous chorus going on. But uh, it speaks to the state of the band, I think, with the whole everything or nothing at all part of the chorus, which is essentially the entire chorus. But I think it gets a little repetitive. It's the only thing that stops it from hitting that 10 mark is the chorus is essentially legitimately just everything or nothing at all repeated. Wish it did a little bit more but I like it. I think it speaks to the state of the band. Like I said, it's kind of here they are now. Like if we're going to, we're going to do this post Taylor, we're going to give it everything we got. Show me how uh, slight dip in quality, nothing crazy. Um, It, this one though has, and this is something that I got from a lot of the album, which I think is why I like it so much, which shocks me that I don't like this one more is that it has that massive. There's nothing left to lose. Uh, vibe to it has very much a similar sound i don't think it hits the same highs as that record did but uh, the two vocal uh, harmonies in it go together well kind of feels like a conversation between two people at times it's very well done uh, but there are things that i feel like could have done a bit better eight out of ten then we get to my third standout track there are three tens on this album this is the third and final one beyond me thought this was again, very similar to the glass stands beside that song as lyrically and vocally the best track on here. It's incredibly poetic, very well done. Uh, this is what I was kind of hoping for on this record. And I feel like those three songs that were standouts to me under you, the glass and beyond me really gave that to me where it's had that emotional impact while also being just really solid well-written great tracks then we get to 
the two last songs. I will say the teacher did grow on me. I don't think it feels like it's as long as it is. It is a very long song for the Foo Fighters. But I think they did it relatively well. When I was listening to it, at no point was I like, oh, this is still going. There's enough change-ups in it to keep it interesting. I do think that it could have been cut down a bit at times. The static ending is absolutely brutal, though. (laughs) Really bad. (laughs) Really bad idea. But outside of that, I really like how it ends with like the goodbyes, you know, all that. Seven out of ten. It's something I actually would go back and listen to. That one grew on me more than any other track on the record. Went from being like a four all the way up to a seven, which is pretty rare to do. The one that did not grow on me, and by far the worst song on the album, is Rest. I'm very conflicted on this song, too, because I'm not sure how I feel about it being the album closer. Because I can see why it is. But I think that The Teacher may have actually been a better ending with the you know the whole goodbyes part at the ending and even having that static ending may have worked if you just ended it on this big wall of static and that was it but this track the lyrics are very heartbreaking i just wish i liked the chorus at all the chorus is boring as hell even when it hits that point where the instruments all come in and does have like a bombastic sound to it it's still boring. And unfortunately, the production, when all the instruments come in, has that same wall of static that is brought back from the end of the teacher, just behind all the instruments. And it just drives me crazy. It's a four out of 10. It's the one misstep, like the one true misstep on the album. So overall, to me, album, it's a light eight out of 10. It's very good. I liked it more than I anticipated I would. Um, you know, if this is where they're going to go from here on out, it's it's kind of more of the same, to be honest. Uh, it's nothing groundbreaking. It's the Foo Fighters. It's what you would want from a Foo Fighters album. And I think that it's a step in the right direction after, let's be honest, I, I don't think their last three records before this were all that great. You know, Sonic Highways was a cool idea, not the best executed, uh, Concrete and Gold, you know, song wise not not the strongest medicine at midnight was also in extremely hit or miss some of the worst songs i've ever done mixed with some solid tracks so i think this is a real step in the right direction it brought me back to the sound of there's nothing left to lose at points and i think that's great um would love to see more of that cool and uh mike what do you got hello 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 out there listening um so interesting uh to pick up a Foo Fighters album and listen to it in full like it's uh like I was telling JT earlier um you know I really have only you know minimal experience in the entire Foo Foo Fighters album listen like you know like some of the older uh albums I've had uh, I've listened to but um like just hearing a, a more modern take but with some some interesting mixes uh, from the old school feel. Um, it, it definitely presented a conflicted feeling of like, um, you know, what direction is this band um, headed in? Or are they kind of just revisiting old sounds with some new sounds and blending them and not really selling out to kind of like the idea that they have to 
completely go back to their roots every time they do an album. So, um, yeah, just kind of coming. That's my initial uh, impression. And just kind of go into uh, my pros and cons. Uh, my pros is good, good paced album. Uh, delivers a well blend of uh, you know different styled songs, old school, new school, um, sounding you know kind of Foo Fighters. Uh, you hear some strumming in there, you know, especially on that the teacher one. You know, you hear some of those. Uh, it almost reminds you of some of the old uh, kind of Foo Fighters sounds that kind of came out of uh, many of their albums. Um, drumming's fantastic. I mean, like not to take away from you know Taylor Hawkins and but I mean Dave Grohl has always been a fantastic drummer. Drummer, he could have been the drummer from the get go, um, and like um, blown people away. But it was like he wanted to focus on you know, the guitars, and I mean Taylor Hawkins has done a, a amazing job himself so like um you know not to take away anything but uh it's a it's great to hear you know uh david Grohl just go right into the many roles that he needs to fill producer um you know drummer vocalist guitarist whatever he needs to do he takes care of it um and it has a, he does a lot of dynamics with his vocals in this he's not he's stale in a couple places and i'll go into that more when i do my tracks but um, my cons is too short i wish there were like at least three more tracks maybe uh three minutes a piece you could have bumped up this album by 10 uh, minutes or so i really wanted to hear some more songs uh certain songs that i liked i wanted to hear some similar songs to those but um uh it kind of got a little uh, experimental on some of the tracks that just weren't what I wanted, but were interesting. Um, so it made for an interesting listen. So um, yeah, I'll come down the track listing. Rescued. I actually have to disagree on with from both of you on this. That rescue was okay for me. It was just kind of like it has some good energy. It captures some Foo Fighter sounds, but the chorus just kind of ah, you know, it's not the catchy. Um, hold on. It did grow on me. I will say that. Oh, we lost Mike. He's a white screen. Mike is now the album cover itself. So that's okay. Mike, where'd you go? Can you see me? Oh, yes. there he is. Hold there he is. He's on. back. We just rescued him yeah. from the stream. Would... Yeah, you've been rescued, Rescue Mike. Me. Hold on one second. I just got to make nope. He's gone again. One oh, second. I'm sorry. Mike is now being rescued by the Super Review Show co host and host. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mike love Mike loved this record so much he can't even talk about it. He's speechless. Uh, my he fault. My fault. Technical technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Yeah, Mike. Mike, as <laughs> okay. I was saying, though, uh, I, I'm kind of oh wait. Did he drop off completely? Yeah, hold on. Oh, he dropped off. Bear well, with I us, think, everyone. I think he's under us. <laughs> Bad jokes. Here we go. No, nah, it's all right. It might be separated through the glass right now. I mean, that, that might be nothing at all. Who knows? I think we need to get Mike a teacher to uh, help him out with Zoom. Yeah, right. Hold on. There you go. But yeah, no, I mean. The old man of the group. Yeah, Mike is a lot older than us, and he's still learning his way. <laughs> yeah, you know how those senior citizens are. Uh, those senior citizens, what are you going to do with Adam? You can do a lot with Adam, too. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not trying to sound mean, of course, but hey. So, How dare uh, you be ageist, JT? I'm not trying to be ageist, though. That's the thing. <laughs> I will say, though, you know, he's, I wonder if he's hearing voices, you know? He might be. 
at that age you never know yeah but here we are <laughs> <laughs> maybe he just wanted to get some rest maybe we could maybe he he, he can get used to being the teacher <laughs> hello uh, oh there he is all right all right Sorry. I, you were saying something about rescue you being yeah you were saying something about rescue <laughs> being a okay. uh, a fantastic a major... starter to this album major computer malfunction folks i apologize for that okay anyway well mike you have to go back and watch this recording just watch all the great puns made at your expense ah boom take your puns and pun with them mike as i I was i was saying real quick was i I will say rescued i felt the exact same way at first when it first Mm -hmm. came out as the lead single i was not into it at all yeah and it, it grew on me over time me too Okay, yeah, and I when it kind of grew on me. It, it made me feel like a positive feel of like like I like the lyrics a lot. I like the fact that it kind of um, it feels like desperate, like to be mm-hmm. rescued, and kind of like I love the the feeling it gives me gives on me. But it just doesn't really like it doesn't really hit me with like something that I mem- was memorable when I was playing in my head. And I think that's ultimately like it continued to have that. So I 6.5, yep. not too bad, not too great. And then we hit under you. Great song, like monkey wrench feeling to it, you know, mm-hmm. almost like that kind yep. of straightforward rocking song, good feeling to it. Doesn't blow your mind um, by, you know, changing up too much, but it's, ex- it's just plow straight through, uh, you know, so uh, eight out of 10 for that um you know it was definitely uh uh just what i wanted to hear from like the foo fighters that like uh, i could see putting on a uh a, a playlist and then we come into my favorite song of the album oh, no you my... know kyle we're back we're back baby we're back, <laughs> we're back. all right to uh back again <laughs> we're back to uh things being in alignment because i did disagree with a bunch of different things you said on this album for i'll get more into that but uh, like to the other songs, uh, as well as the production, I felt the production was great. I actually thought the static um, um, fit in with certain kinds of sounds. Um, but I do admit, like, I could see how people wouldn't like that. Maybe that's just a me thing. And it's everyone just too else overdone. Thing, I, yeah, it is. A little it's overdone. on like the whole record. If it was on a handful of songs, I think it'd be yeah. fine. But it's on almost the whole thing. Yeah. It had definitely, I could see it getting, like, it's something I like and doesn't um, hit me in the ear wrong, but I could see some people who have a kind of, uh, don't lean towards, like, hearing a certain kind of sound like that maybe uh, would annoy them. But, uh, yeah, 8.5 out of 10. This is a cool vibe to it. I love the bass coming in here. I love the layers of the song, how there's, like, this just kind of guitar in the background. The bass is kind of sitting on top of the track um um the vocals uh it kind of uh it's just one of those songs that just has this like the cure meets like i don't know like like uh um boo fighters kind of has this like real smooth feeling to it and then i just love how that ending kind of comes in with the piano and uh i really wish i'd hear a version of the song with a piano and unplugged kind of like version of the song that would be that would be awesome. Drumming, great. I mean, just, yeah, like, love this song. Definitely my, my favorite on the album. I sent it to my dad, and he felt like he agreed he loved that song. So it was kind of like we were on the same page with that. Um, so, yeah, like, I was just like, wow. Like, hit with Under You, and then bam, like, 
hearing voices, I was like, I was sitting high. And then uh, we come to, but here we are. Um, you know, this song, I first was like right along with you guys. Like this was started out as a six out of 10. I was kind of eh about it. Bass sticks out here as well. It's got some interesting time signatures, almost feels progressive, like um, feeling to it. Like doesn't exact, it kind of feels clunky because of the time signature that it's doing which I feel like may have aided in how you guys felt about it, possibly. Um, stellar drumming at the end with addition to that unique vocals with the like, um, ah, they do this kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of, I don't know if it's like choral or like, um, kind of reminds me of some heavy metal bands that do this kind of group singing, like, nah, you know, like uh, Gojira is one of the bands that reminded me of. Um, ending has some awesome drumming and some cool guitar harmonies it, it came up to a seven out of ten for me it wasn't anything fabulous and mind-blowing but it it grew on me it started out as a six but it, it eventually got to the seven and then we got the glass uh fantastic song almost right up there with hearing voices um great lyrics concept completely agree with you kyle like ha and you know what's weird is it has an aussie feel to it um lyrically like vocally sounding like i almost like um could hear ozzy singing in this song um like uh more of his um newer stuff but like it i literally i could hear that and i didn't they didn't overuse that chorus i love that chorus um mm -hmm. eight out of ten for me a great song great concept like kyle was saying um uh definitely makes you feel uh, the, the the sadness and the loss on this uh and you know like that longing to be you know with someone like kyle saying it's yeah um, and then uh, nothing at all. Uh, 7.5, similar vibe to hearing voices um, with that kind of 70s, 80s rock feel like the police meets the cure kind of like um, Foo Fighters feel. Once again, we return to that kind of uh, style. A uh, little repetitive. I agree with Kyle, like the chorus kind of just I like the heaviness, probably the heaviest track on the album. Um, For sure. that, just that. Yeah, it's just it's just bashing you in the face with some old school Foo Fighters rock vibes, but it just kind of can't sustain the um, the kind of like uh, need to change up and, 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 and explore. So, and then we get to my worst track of the album, a hundred percent worst track of the album. And it's funny how Kyle was talking about how he uh, enjoyed certain elements of the song. I completely hated um, the elements of the song and it, and and it's not for this song being a bad song it's actually for one of the worst missed opportunities they had of of grabbing some of the melodies in this song and 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 singing them the whole song is done in the same vocal like uh range yeah. the whole thing and i wanted to i actually was sitting there listening to it in my living room and i was actually singing some uh harmonies and melodies uh, by myself over top of the song and going why aren't the vocals doing this they're just doing this kind of like very kind of like low to mid-range and the girl is a nice addition but it feels like you want them to do something new and they refuse to the whole song it just does not change and i'm like I kept saying change, like I want to hear like something else and it frustrated the hell of me. So like, I'll be honest with you, you could actually record the vocals on this uh, song and it would probably be in the high eights, if not um, approaching a nine, depending on how they did it. It's just those vocals were good, but they needed to change and they didn't take the opportunity. They didn't take the melody opportunity. They've really missed 
uh, hitting that note. So yeah, that frustrated it, me because I hate it feels hearing. more like a conversation though. Yeah, I do agree and with that. It, and that's the reason that I couldn't go any higher than an eight on it because I loved the vibe of the instrumental on it. It, like I said, it reminded me of "There's Nothing Left to Lose" days, and yeah. I love that vibe. It's very peaceful sounding. Yeah, uh, but yeah, those the vocals. I think the voices go well together and they harmonize well, but you're right. It's very one note throughout. Yeah. It just didn't change. So I went five out of 10 on that almost incomplete in the sense that um, it needs to be redone by somebody. I I wish somebody out there would do some magic with like, uh, you know, I don't know, auto tune it. I don't know. Uh, It'll sound horrible, but it would be interesting to hear someone pick up on some of those melodies that they could have done and uh, really uh, shine through there. And then you go to beyond me. I swear to God, if you sing, I'm going through changes, um, you know, changes by a black Sabbath on this song when he's just like, you know, you, I swear to God, you will actually hear this beyond me song almost hit some similar, uh, um, notes. And it's really interesting that, uh, there's an Aussie feel on a bunch of these songs, uh, uh, on the one I was talking about before this one, uh, but the song needed more groove to help it along, but really it does have a nice, uh, um kind of the chorus is kind of cool and it and it you really get the feel of like the struggle the loss here the inability to control it to fully grasp the concept of an end and i really like that and you definitely feel that and then we get to like one of my lesser liked tracks on the album the teacher i I liked this song i thought it had some cool uh um it had some cool parts where it really kind of went into this like laid back kind of like um atmospheric um kind of like you know almost like one say pink floydian but i would say like um music that kind of seems like you're floating out into the uh, out into the darkness you know where like almost dave Grohl is whispering some of these lyrics with this kind of rasp to his voice and um feeling very kind of like uh you know just floating um but it suffers from a little bit of repetition doesn't necessarily use the parts to present um something new um, to the evolution of the song uh, in 10 minutes kind of re- repeats a lot of the parts reuses a lot of parts where you're like I wish you wouldn't have reused these parts I wish you would have done something new but you kind of came back and that's cool but it's just taking 10 minutes and and kind of not really being able to like um, move on from some of those parts and do something different uh, I really um, that, that definitely didn't help it and then uh, once again disagree with Kyle here uh, I love this ending 8 out of 10 great uh end to an album really delivers a strong blow emotion the bombastic kind of like uh you know just i like the almost um whisper the uh, of this the whole kind of like ending uh it just seems like really tragic and truly grasps the final theme of the whole album and um it de- definitely is a, a, a one of those quiet down kind of like stripped down this is the end kind of you're you're dead you're basically you're at rest and you know like uh and it's like i'm giving away i'm you know kind of like offering that back to you know like it, it really is it's just it definitely fit for me at the end of the album so yeah so uh overall for the rating for me this was a seven and a half out of uh out of ten and i refuse to let JT redact his seven to seven and a half. <laughs> you are a seven, sir. Yeah, so you are the villain. Two weeks in a you row. You are not allowed. I'm sorry. Two weeks you, in I, a row, you, baby. No, Here we go. No one's allowed to do this. Oh, it's a seven or a seven and a half. No. 
It is what you said first. It is a seven. So, well, sir, you are the villain. Enjoy that, sir. <laughs> well, I am the villain. Back to, uh, I'm glad that I'm back to having a good score again. I think it's been the yes. first time, like a month and a half that <laughs> I've given something a good score. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> right. my, and my seven out of ten is no diss to the record. It's, it's a very sure. good record. I mean, there's yeah. nothing, everything that they just said, everything I just said, it doesn't really you know, it's not, it's something that very, probably there. I, I agree with Kyle hundred percent on this. It is a very, I would say, I would, say, I would almost say a big step up from medicine at midnight completely. Like they were, I mean, it just, we've said a lot already, but I would think that's a big, this is a different a step in a, a very optimistic direction, optimistic direction for the band. I will say that. I think that's a good way of putting it, but yes, I am the villain with a seven out of 10. And I'll tell you what, with a couple tweaks, a couple different song, uh, alterations and uh you know that one song having uh you know some different melodies and some vocals and this and that we really could have came into eight territory i i it definitely some of the songs that i like you know rescued grow it's it grows on me it's not necessarily elevated but it uh something that i wouldn't just change off and turn off or whatever but yeah there are some possibilities that it could hit that eight territory um but uh overall like i think it just missed the mark a little bit but still solid enjoyable record great to hear um you know dave Grohl still um you know commanding that kind of like uh leader of the band and, and stepping in where he needs to be and um yeah man i uh, hope the future is uh prosperous and full of new music from them i'm, I'm gonna be honest with you i really hope that dave stays the studio drummer mm-hmm. yeah i agree I, he's a fantastic drummer like mike yeah. said um mm-hmm. and then if they want to just keep that touring drummer rotating you know based yeah. on who's available at the time great mm-hmm. you know taylor's mm-hmm. son in a few years he's too young now but in a few years maybe he could be the touring drummer mm-hmm. yeah already yeah like their touring drummer could almost be like what's his name jason freeze from green day but for the drums well, he's his brother so yeah Oh, never mind. I take that back. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Oh my god, I didn't put two and two together there. That's funny. Um, but yeah, um, anything else, guys? Are we all set? No, oh, that's it. We're all set to give our review. No, no, we're exactly. We we already gave it. <laughs> we're directly right now into uh, into Avenged Sevenfold. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, so yes. for those of you who don't know, next week. Is going to be Avenged Sevenfold's latest release. We're going to be talking about that next week on our next show. And after that, we're we're, we're talking about doing a discography, whatever you want to call it, Mike breakdown. <laughs> discography. A discography breakdown. Yeah. Uh, we're not sure what artist yet, but we're going to figure that out. But um, ultimately, guys, we want to thank you all for watching, listening. However, you enjoyed us tonight. And by the way, this guy over here. He just, okay. he, I, I don't know if he's still doing it or not, but no, sorry, he's back that way, whatever, whichever he is. Um, <laughs> Wherever I am in did, relation to your screen. You're <laughs> to my left right now. So um, this guy has a podcast called Q&A Podcast. Check them out. They do. I, I, I don't know if you're done or not, but like he. Season I, he, finale came out this morning. We'll oh. be back in, uh, you know, we're just kind of recapping the season. Uh, you know, thoughts on everything that happened throughout the season, and we're uh, talk about what to expect next season. They and do probably great. late July, early August. We'll be yeah. back. Woo! Yeah, it's gotta love the Q and A yeah. podcast right there, baby. 
Can't be that. Starting up video podcasts for season two. Ooh, even better. Yeah. Yeah. And Mike's still just chipping away doing whatever he does. Yeah. Yeah, just doing my noises, bro. But yeah, but uh, overall, good record overall. We hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about it. And uh, yeah, but for all of us here at uh, the Super Review Show, 